You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer, Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, we're giving you our holiday book guide, which seems way early. So So many people are like, no, Thanksgiving. Well, guess what? There's a supply shortage. <laughs> we felt like we you would want to get those orders in if you're ordering yes. books. So we're we're starting off early. We're helping you. We're helping you. Here we are. <laughs> I wish I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like a good holiday noise, like little jingly bells. Oh, jingle bells. Oh. I like that. Ho ho ho. Welcome to reading glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um But what do you uh, first, first, what do you bef- oh. uh, what are you reading, Bria? I am listening to, I'm listening to another uh, micro history. I don't know what's going on with me. This is all I want to listen to. Uh, called, I hear you. Um, Sapiens. Do you know this oh, book? Oh, I've, I've heard this is really good. Yeah, it's um, by you, Yuval Noah Harari, and it's narrated by Derek Perkins. And basically it starts at like... The beginning of time, there are Homo sapiens and Neanderthals, and like here's the difference between here's what happened between these two groups of people, and like uh, all the way through, like I mean, this book I I just started listening to it, but it's basically like gonna cover all of humankind and how humans spread throughout the world, but you know, it's like talking about the um, uh, the hunter gatherer societies and. Uh, I like it because the, the, <laughs> I don't always agree with the writer, but I feel like he has some opinions he likes to throw in there where he's like, hunter <laughs> gather societies, they didn't work 40 hours a week. They had a lot more time on their own. Like basically like better society. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> they were, they, I mean, sure. Could you get eaten by a lion? Yes, absolutely. But overall you spent a lot more time just hanging out with your friends and family. Um, Is getting eaten by a lion any worse than dying from stress? <laughs> I don't think so. Completely true. Uh, what are you listening to, Mallory? Or reading? Um, it's funny. We have been doing a lot of audiobooks lately, yeah. but I, I am reading a book that I got from the library on my Kobo uh, that I think that you would really, really like. Uh, it's Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead by Emily Austin. Came out earlier this year because now, by the like, we're now in the last two months of the year, so it's time for Mallory and Bria's great 2021 readathon to try to read as many new releases as we can before we do our big end of the year episode. Um, but this is, it's just like, it reminds me almost of Parakeet because it's just like a really funny, weird literary fiction. It's about this woman and she is an atheist. She is a lesbian. She is like very, very anxious and she ends up uh, taking, looking at, seeing this little advertisement for free therapy at, at the Catholic church. And even though it's like really not her deal at all, she's like, Ooh, free therapy, might as well give it a shot. And she goes there and the guy thinks that she's there for a job interview for a, a receptionist. And she's so anxious and so and awkward that she doesn't want to correct him. So she ends up getting a job working as the receptionist to replace uh, this older woman who had passed away and she's just like too timid to say anything about it. So she starts working this job and she takes over this woman's email and uh, her older friends keep emailing this woman who has died and she's too timid to like break the news to them. So she just keeps responding to them oh, as if it. she's her. So she's ended up like taking over this older woman, older Catholic woman's life. I love it. And cl- it's, it's very funny. It's very weird. And clearly like 
she can't keep it up forever. Things start to go out of control. And she's just like, again, it, it's it's one of those really cool like books where you're getting the inside of her brain. And while you're like, oh, why don't you just say something you kind of understand because you're inside her brain and you're like, oh, I, you're an anxious mess. I get it. It's just like really heartwarming and funny and weird. And I love it so much. So that's uh, Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead by Emily Austin. And mine is Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari. So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. Nate wrote in with a hot fan fiction tip, and I have no idea what kind of noise to make for this. Uh, maybe it's like a woohoo, like a, like a whistle noise, like a woohoo, like I it's can, fan yeah. fiction. <laughs> I can't whistle, but yeah, something something. That's yeah, the best there you I can go. do. It's the best I can do. I'm very it's bad It's better at than it. I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nate says, I have a fan fiction tip for people that may make tracking your reading easier throughout the year, especially if you're someone who maybe doesn't want to track fic by the amount of words, but instead by pages. I love like fan fiction people because they have like cool lingo to go with it. Yeah, that's so uh, true. But this was, this was uh, related to a question we had a couple of months ago where someone who was like, I read a ton of fan fiction, but like, how do I count that towards my end of year reading? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nate is here to save the day. Uh, Calibre is a free open source ebook reader that you can also use to format fan fiction into ebooks. If you go to a fic archive like AO3, for example, you can click entire work and then download the file in Mobi format. This will open Calibre and you can transfer the fic to your Kindle in order to read it as an ebook. It's a great way to archive a work you may love and don't want to lose or forget. The collections addition to Kindle also would make it easier to sort at the end of the year. It's also great for people who read a ton, but maybe want to lessen their screen time on their iPhone or iPad. I use this uh, I use this feature to see how many pages each fic I read ends up being, which is pretty neat. Hope this helps. That is pretty cool. I love that. And I've used that. That is a good app. I've used it for other stuff. Like people will send me things. It, it can like convert things to other um, formats, which is super helpful if they, someone sends you wow. something and you're like, ah, I just want to put this on my Kindle or whatever. And, or if you just need to open it on your computer, it is a good little um, uh, a free app. Pretty cool. So we also had some listeners write in about the problem um, with having a kid that wants to read all the time. So Mallory, you want to remind people what this was, what happened? Basically, it was a a, a father wrote in about his three-year-old that was addicted to reading <laughs> and basically want, not, not so much reading, but being read to yeah. and constantly wanted his parents to read to him, which is also, well, I mean, it's a good thing, but at the same time, they can't do that 24-7 and they were running out of stamina and they were looking for other ways to get their kid read to. Yeah, so Jay wrote in with a solution, virtual story times. Public libraries often have story times for young kids, and in COVID, a lot of them have doing on, have been doing online versions. Uh, in many cases, they've even been recording them and putting them on YouTube. You don't often need to be a member of the library to join in the story times, either in person or digitally, and there's quite a large number of stories on YouTube being read to kids with pictures visible in the videos and with illustrations being shared on screen. Ooh, I love that one. That's great. That is a really cool idea. I had no idea. Uh, yeah. Libraries, God, libraries are just, they just get better every day. Bless them. 
Lizzie wrote in to say, I wanted to let y'all know that the Hoopla app from the library has a lot of these read-along books available. I get Hoopla from my local library, actually. Both libraries I have cards for have Hoopla. You can usually get a certain amount of books in a month, but I have a library card for my kid, and he can get his monthly limit without affecting mine. That's really the way to go. Nice, yeah, no Uh, The best way to find read-along books in Hoopla is to switch to kids mode and then search for read-along. Man, that is so cool. Libraries are so cool. Yeah, that's great. Great, great book tips there. Uh, So you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes, which again is at maximumfun.org. So a couple bookmarks. First one, final reminder for the Reading Glasses Readathon. We're really excited about this. It's November 14th. uh, That's a Sunday. It starts at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time and ends at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So it's going to be eight hours. Uh, We're going to check in Several times throughout the day, we're going to start it at 9 a.m. We're going to do a quick Instagram live to, to see what everyone's reading. Uh, we'll do one uh, probably about noon, and then uh, we'll do another one at 5 p.m. But we're just, Bree and I are going to sit on the couch, on our separate couches, at our separate houses, mm-hmm. and read all day. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided my stack yet, but I am super excited. We've never done a reading read, uh, readathon before. This was one of the rewards that were unlocked by getting enough maximum fund subscribers during our fun drive this year. And we're stoked. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. It'd be it's an excuse fun. to read for eight hours. Yeah. Why not? Uh, and then I have a quick bookmark um, on Friday, November 19th. Uh, I am doing a combination book talk and cocktail class. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, I'm doing a talk for girly drinks, but so many people have asked me for recipes and stuff. And the book is a history book. It's not a recipe book, but I am partnering with a company called Tammy's Tastings and they are going to teach you three how to make three cocktails that I choose that are relevant to the book and interspersed with uh, teaching you how to make cocktails in these like instructional videos. I'm going to be doing a a talk about girly drinks and answering questions. And it's really, I'm I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, there's there's a version where you can get a ticket and just watch it, but there's also a, a version where you can get a ticket and get a signed book, which uh, is hard to come by right now because uh, I am not on physical book tour. I'm not going to to a lot of places, so signed books are uh, few and far between this year for girly drinks. Uh, I'm really, really excited about it. So if you want to hear me talk about girly drinks and learn how to make some really cool uh, lady-created cocktails, uh, click the link in the show notes. Oh, you know what? I do know what I'm going to read during our readathon. I'm going to read your book. Oh. Well, isn't that nice? (laughs) Other people can join me if they want to talk about that throughout the day. You should get girly drinks before the readathon, and then we can chat about it as the first book of the day we read or something. As a book club, a mini book club within the readathon. Oh, thank you, Bria. I'm excited. Uh, So before we go over our 2021 holiday gift guide, we're going to take a quick break. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We get our cars tuned up to prevent bigger issues down the road. We get annual checkups and go to the gym to maintain physical wellness and prevent injury and disease. Going to therapy is sort of like all of that above, but it's for your brain. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. Bria, we love therapy. We do love therapy. And- 
it's really important to go to therapy. If you're if you're having a problem or if you're not having a problem, it's always great to go and check in with someone. And here's the thing about BetterHelp that, that's, that's different from everything else. BetterHelp is customized. You obviously get your own individual person. You're not watching some like random video that's like, here's something <laughs> for like 10,000 people. It's customized therapy with an individual that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. You can just do chat or on the phone. I personally love talking on the phone. That's something people don't know about me. And therapy, you could talk, you have your therapist, just talk to your therapist on the phone like you did in seventh grade with your, be- with your best friend. <laughs> and what's cool about BetterHelp is it can be more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. That's like prime shipping, but for your mental health, which we- is extremely cool. Mm-hmm. We buy books to invest in our educations. We buy clothes to invest in the way we look, why not invest in your mind? That is something you use your mind every day and you don't want that thing going dull. So yeah. it's therapy, <laughs> it's, it's great. I, and also, I mean, it's that time of year, it's getting dark out, daylight saving time is here. You know, it's it, it, even if, no matter how great you you're, you're feel like you're doing in your mind, this is the time of year where we all feel a little more depressed. We meet the sun, we miss the sun, we miss the the warm weather. Things can start to feel a little more overwhelming. They can, like, it just can, at least for me, things start to get a little darker in my brain where I'm mm-hmm. like, time to, to burrito mode, you know, time to sit on my couch and feel anxious. So if you are dealing with any any kind of mental health stuff, if you are feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're just feeling really overwhelmed and stressed, which I know that we all feel sometimes, BetterHelp is is something that can help alleviate that and get you on a uh, on the right track to uh, to better mental wellness. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Reading Glasses listeners get ten percent off their first month at BetterHelp.com/glasses. So that's B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash glasses. BetterHelp.com slash glasses. 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 Hi, it's me. Dave Hill from before here to tell you about my brand new show on Maximum Fun, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which combines my old Maximum Fun show, Dave Hill's podcasting incident with my old radio show, the goddamn Dave Hill show into one new futuristic program from the future. If you like delightful conversation with incredible guests, technical difficulties, and actual phone calls from real-life listeners, you've just hit a street called easy. I'm also joined by my incredible co-host, the boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's really great to... That's enough, Chris. And New Jersey chicken rancher, Des. Say hi, Des. Hey, Dave. The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Brand new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun. Plus, the show's not even an hour. It's 90 minutes. Take that, stupid rules. We nailed it. This week, it's not the holidays yet, but we're getting pretty close. So with supply chain issues and the pandemic making it harder for shipping and in-store buying, we thought it would be a good idea to give out some some bookish present ideas ahead of time. So you've got plenty of time to put it in order at your local indie bookstore to order something uh, offline and have it get there in time. We've all been in that situation where it's like the week of Christmas and that thing you ordered still isn't there and you're starting to sweat 
Um, so we've split up this holiday gift guide into two sections, books themselves and book tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first up is some book recommendations that we think would be a good thing for your loved ones. So Bria, what's the first category here? Uh, first category is dads or dad-like figures in your life. <laughs> that makes dads sound really scary. <laughs> It sounds like something that would be in a horror movie. There's a dad-like figure outside my house. He's grilling. (laughs) (laughs) He's just mowed the lawn. Oh, no. Uh, So... What's the, you want to tell us about the first big dad yeah, book of the yeah, year? Which, um, yeah, the first big dad book of the year for this year is definitely going to be Renegades by Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. Wow. This might be the most dad book that's ever been made. It's it literally. Is like oozing with pure dad energy. <laughs> it really, really is. Um, it's a, a coffee talk, a coffee, like a coffee table book uh, about their friendship and their love of America. It is the most. <laughs> But with, like, two cool dudes. It's not like you're reading it, you know, from someone who... I mean, those are cool guys, right? Like, yeah. cool... They also have a podcast, so I... This well, makes that's, sense. It's, I, I, yeah, it's the book... I think it's the book... Because their podcast is called Renegades. Yeah. So it's like... The book is filled with... Again, it's a coffee table book, and it's filled with a bunch of photos of the two of them and, like, their conversations about you know, their lives, the things that they've done, again, how much they love America. Like, it really is, I'm, I mean, it would be a good book for anyone who's into this, but this is like the cool dad book. Because no no dad wants to think himself think of himself as like a stuffy, dorky dad. Every dad wants to be a cool dad. Yeah, This true. is what you get for them. That's true. But it is 50 bucks. It's, it's one of those yes. expensive uh, Christmassy holiday books. Uh, yeah. So Mallory has an, an idea for a cheaper option. Yeah. Uh, so Nick Offerman has a brand new book out called Where the Deer and Antelope Play. Uh, and it's basically his writings about the outdoors, which again, strong dad vibes. Yeah, I love that. Um, it's very funny. It's about rugged outdoorsmanship and like taking walks, which all, I mean, again, pure dad stuff. Um, I'm interested in this book. I love Nick Offerman <laughs> and I want to hear about him taking walks. <laughs> I mean, you do love to take a walk. I do. I uh, so it, I really think that this, if you don't want to spend $50 um, on this big coffee table book, Where the Deer and Antelope Play is well, sure to please dads everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you have another idea too, right? Yeah. I think if your dad is a real cool dad, try Four Lost <laughs> Cities. It's a new book. It came out this year. Annalie Newitz was on the show. If the dad in question likes micro histories, it has micro histories. It has the building of cities, of ancient cities, which I feel like dads are going to love. Like cities that no longer exist, so it's that that feels like a um, for the History Channel dad. The History Channel dad, I think, could really get into this, and it is a micro history, and it is funny and clever. It's not like such a dry dad book, but Annalie knew it's. I think wrote a book that can fall into a dad category. For sure. I think mm-hmm. they, they nailed this. I think this is definitely for for more of like a History Channel dad, a National Geographic reading dad. Yeah, there you go. What what is our next category? Moms, okay. always trying to find a good mom book. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one that we we thought would be good was uh, Dial A for Aunties by Jesse Su, uh, Jesse Q. Sutanto, uh, which is a book I read. Um, and I think I, as I was reading it, I was like, this is a mom book. Um, it's a comedy. It's a romance. It's about a mom and her way too caring sisters. It's just a really fun book for a mom and I think there's been a lot of mom books that came out this year but a lot of them are fucking depressing mm-hmm. and it's really hard to find a good mom book that's not gonna like no one wants to give a depressing book for Christmas no 
No. This book is really, really fun. It's a it's about a young woman. She works with her mom and her three aunts at this wedding business that they own. She gets set up by her her mom, who like loves to meddle in her life on this date with a guy that she accidentally kills. And that's not a spoiler. It happens like immediately in the book. Um, and her mom and her aunts help her hide the body in the cooler uh, that's being used for a wedding that they're working the next day, uh, only to discover when they get to the wedding with this cooler full of a dead body that the main character's college boyfriend, the one that got away, the one that she's still in love with, is also working the wedding. Uh, it's just like a huge, hilarious comedy of errors. Um, but it's heart, at, at the heart of the book, it's a mom-daughter book. And I think, so definitely make your mom uh, happy and make her laugh. And I had an alt suggestion for this, um, which is the new Taylor Jenkins read, uh, Malibu oh, Rising. Yeah. I absolutely loved this book. I thought it was so good. Um, now, I went back and forth because I was like, the mom is a little bit of a troublesome character in here. So if you're reading to identify with the mom, then maybe it's not the best one. But if you're identifying with the family, which what is what it's mm-hmm. about, if you are <laughs> if you identify because you like the children, which at one point... Moms were all children. Um, <laughs> Big news. Huge news. Huge news. <laughs> A huge news. Um, anyway, it's about these four adult children who had this famous father. Um, it actually, like, weirdly uh, kind of, it takes place kind of in the same fake Hollywood world that Taylor Jenkins Reid keeps setting up. Um, but because of the fam- the famous father, like, left the children and the mom, completely abandoned them. Um, and the mother had problems with alcohol. So they basically, these children had to raise themselves. And they're still young. They're like in their 20s. And the d- book takes place on the night of a big party that they're having. And it kind of like just goes back and forth. And I just think Taylor Jenkins Reid writes like a masterclass in character building. It's so well-written. It's so great. The, pro- it, the other thing, reason I almost didn't recommend it is that it's summary. It's very like... It's a summer book. It takes a place in Malibu in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's all about like the waves hitting the ocean, the side of the <laughs> blah, blah, you know, whatever. But I do think it's just so well written. And I just felt like it was, it's a cool book. And Taylor Jenkins Reid, you could buy any of Taylor Jenkins Reid's books for any mom, I think. Um, but I think this one, I just thought it was a really great family book. And at the end of the day, it is about the family. Yeah. Uh, so what's our uh, next category? Teens. The tough, maybe teens. the toughest category, the trying toughest to be category. cool in front of a teen. Uh, so for teens, we are here to recommend, I mean, just as a general category, graphic novels, they're sure to please any teen, even if they aren't big readers. And they'll just make you look really cool if you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I know about this cool graphic novel. I will say I have personally done this. My friend Maya, uh, her daughter Evie is really, really into, uh, she's 13. She's really, really into comics and graphic novels and whatever I give her, give her comics and graphic novels it just makes me look extremely cool sure yeah uh so what do you think uh is a good gift for a for a teen for a cool teen i was gonna for, on the graphic novel ben, uh world i was gonna say um bubble by jordan morris and sarah morgan who they came on the show friends of the show friends of the network it's um a really great uh fun graphic novel that i think anyone can get into and i think it particularly hits home because it has like some it's about people who live in like a bubble because outside of this bubble, like this giant community lives in this bubble. Outside of it, there are monsters. Um, and the whole book is sort of a parody of the gig economy because often the gigs are just killing monsters and how dangerous that is. And so it <laughs> it has something to say, which is really interesting. And I think teens these days are political. They understand it. They get the gig economy. Um, but it's also really fun. And it's got monsters. 
So, yes. you know, a little bit of Buffy, a little bit of uh, uh, parody, you know. It's Sounds great. like you're singing the book Mumbo Number no. 5. A little bit of bu- but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What about you? What's your suggestion? Uh, so I know teens love Marvel movies and superheroes. So my suggestion for this is a book I talked about on the show a little while ago. Uh, I Am Not Starfire by Mariko Tamaki and my friend Yoshi Yoshitani. Uh, this is, it's just so good. It is such a fun graphic novel. It's about um, not Starfire the superhero, but her daughter who is just about as far removed as, from like the thin, beautiful, powerful uh, Starfire as you could possibly imagine. She is a, a grumpy, fat goth teen and she is like absolutely hates being associated with anything with her mother and superheroes she thinks it's ridiculous she thinks it's embarrassing she's very very frustrated because at, at the at the core she's hurt that she is like she doesn't have any powers and she doesn't feel special and she's very angsty um, except something ends up happening to her mother and she needs to save her mom and sort of dig deep within herself and it's just like uh, Mariko Tamaki really writes um, teens so realistically and it just um, it's it's not one of those books that feels like it's trying to be cool like it just is um, and the art Yoshi does amazing art and it's just a uh, it's such a fun uh, graphic novel that I think doesn't matter uh, what uh, who, who the teen is I think this would appeal to everyone because it's got superheroes it's got angsty gothness it's got aliens it's got uh, a lot of feelings. It's just like hits on a lot of the teen stuff. Um, so what's the, what's the next category, Bria? What's the next big buzzy category? Well, of, cook, uh, of we want to we just talk cookbooks because that's something mm-hmm. people love. Um, Mallory, you got some cookbook suggestions? Well, you know that I don't cook, but I do have cocktail book suggestions, especially right. after Girly Drinks came out. Everyone's like, because Girly Drinks, again, has no recipes in it. Um, it's a history book, but and so many people have been like, well, what do I, what do I get for, if I want to start making cocktails, what's a good book to get? Uh, so this is a great book for dads, for moms, for aunts, for anyone in your life that's really into cocktails, curious about it. Uh, there's a brand new book that came out, I think just a month ago. I think it came out like the week after Early Drinks did. It's called Mixologies for Beginners by Prairie Rose, which I'm assuming is her real name. Uh, but it's a really fantastic, um, uh, like, beginner's book overview of how to make cocktails, great beginning beginner's recipes. Um, but it's really tailored, like, cause a lot of cocktail books are very intimidating mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh no, I don't have this like very specific Amaro that's only made in this one part of Italy. I can't make this cocktail. This book is not like that. It mm-hmm. teaches you how to build your home bar, like the, the types of glassware and the types of li- uh, liquors and liqueurs that you you really need, um, that, that you're actually going to use. It teaches you techniques. Um, it's just absolutely uh, fantastic. And it's like, it's a beautiful book. Like it's very, the, the photography in it's really pretty. It would just make a really good Christmas present for someone who uh, is interested in cocktails. Um, what do you think, Bria? Um, I haven't read this, but there is uh, just as far as buzzy books coming out. And um, it's not a cookbook, but Stanley Tucci, who I adore, wrote a book about food called Taste. And it's like, it looks like it's part memoir, part food descriptions. So I feel like this falls into that like buzzy book, good gift, uh, uh, food slash memoir. Like that's like, that's like kind of checks a lot of boxes for people. I think a lot of listeners would enjoy it, but I think um, uh, it just feels like a nice, a nice gift book. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. This is definitely, this would, and this is another one that will please 
moms, dads, uncles, aunts. Like it's it's a it's a Stanley Tucci's just a crowd pleaser for yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. Um so besides categories, Bria, what do you think just generally are some of the buzzy gift books that will be good for uh for to make a make good presents this season? Well, there's a Will Smith memoir, which is out. Which I did not know about. Yeah, I actually was, I follow Oprah on Instagram. He's on Oprah's show today, or I don't know. I, she has a show, she has a show that's just on Apple, I think now, where she just does interviews. I, yes, um, I watched the Dolly Parton one. Oh, cool. Good. Uh, so he's on there today talking about, talking about it. I saw there were like things coming out. And then, uh, you know, I just did Celebrity Book Club and uh, the podcast. And I feel like she would appreciate me putting a, a memoir on this because memoirs are great gifts. And she, she talks about it all the time. Um, also, the poet Amanda Gorman, which who we all had an obsession with earlier this year. <laughs> Remember? Remember? Oh uh, we loved her. She, yeah. So, I mean, people, people still love her. She is all of a sudden poetry was cool. And everyone was I, like, oh, I got to read some poetry. I loved that. I follow her on Instagram, too. She is releasing um, a collective book of her poetry. So all a book of poetry is coming out um, right in time for the holidays. Um, and then personally, I'm just going to say there's a new Nettie core for. So I'm excited. You're looking so to your get sci-fi so- friends, Bria something for Christmas. Your sci-fi friends are interested in that. But I'm going to have to say your sci-fi friends may have already bought it because it came out like... We're recording this. It came out. Well, by the time you hear this, I think it's already out. So um, uh, anyway, but that's what I'm excited about for the for the um, gift season. What what buzzy books do you think people are going to be interested in? I was trying to think of other categories that people really like. Thrillers is definitely one for of sure. them. Um, especially moms, grandmas, aunts. People want to see the women in your life want to read about some murder. <laughs> That's what they want. Give the women what they want. And um, and the the one that I personally am most excited about, but I know is a big buzzy book uh, this year, was Megan Abbott's new one, which is The Turnout. Uh, I think it's going to be a really big one. Megan Abbott always writes these like female-centric thrillers um, about like just how scary female friendships can be and like close-knit women who are either about ba- I think this one's about ballet dancers but she's done ones on cheerleaders and scientists and uh I definitely think this is a great one <laughs> I like that uh uh that like if you made like the Venn diagram of like cheerleaders scientists in the middle it's Megan Abbott thinks they're scary <laughs> yes basically for sure and Megan Abbott is right <laughs> um and then obviously there's a new Mary Roach out there, which I'm very biased about, but I think that's a big one. It's called Fuzz. It's about um, times where animals broke the law or thwarted the law in I, some way. I have not read it, but I'm very excited about it. I pre-ordered it. I've got it and I'm really excited. It's in my my stack of, oh no, books I need to read before the end of the year. Um, I don't know why nonfiction books seem like good gift books, but they do. I think yeah. it might be like books that... Um, uh, they're more like people are more likely to like them if that makes sense because you know it's harder to tell if someone's going to like a novel but if someone likes a certain subject you're it, it's easier to get them a book about it it's mm-hmm. just like a good good gift book and I um I was trying to think of other big because we have we put Renegades on here which is you know a big uh expensive coffee table book but Annie Leibovitz and Anna Wintour also just released a coffee oh. table book it's all like their um their fashion shoots together I love that um and it's $80 so it's very expensive but it is a really good gift for anyone who loves fashion or photography which I think is a lot of relatives I think this is and this is definitely something the good thing about coffee table books is it's very rarely something that someone will get for themselves because they're yeah. so expensive so true 
You can send your thoughts to Reading Glasses Podcast at gmail.com. Before we talk about great book tech presents for the holidays, we're going to take a quick break. Mallory, what are you drinking right now while we're recording this podcast? <laughs> uh, my, my very best friend. I am drinking a Soylent ready-to-drink meal shake in vanilla flavor, which is my favorite flavor. Wow. And guess who is one of the sponsors for the show today? My best friend Soylent? Yeah, it's true. Your best friend Soylent <laughs> is sponsoring the show. Uh, Soylent, in case you don't know, is the original food tech company, and they make delicious and nutritious nutrition products in convenient formats. Like the one Mallory's drinking while recording a podcast. You, too, can record a podcast <laughs> and have a meal at the same time. So the what the shake is, it's a convenient, ready-to-drink shake uh, that provides 20 grams of plant-based protein, 39 essential nutrients, healthy fats, and 400 calories of slow-burning carbs in one delicious serving. The thing I really like about it is that, um, again, I'm a power lifter. I basically eat nothing but protein all day. And I could get one of those chalky protein shakes, Ugh. but that's all, like, all it would give me. What I The thing that I like about having uh, a Soylent shake for breakfast is I'm getting 20 grams of protein, which is really good, and about the amount of protein that's in any protein shake. But I also get all those nutrients, healthy fats, the carbs, The so I'm not just just running on protein all day. It tastes really good. It's not chalky. It is literally my favorite way to start the day. Same with Jeremy. I got Jeremy on the Soylent train. We are converted to a Soylent household. But you like the little squares, right? Yeah, so there are these Soylent squares, which are small in size, big on nutrition. Um, They can be taken on the go. They're these little squares, kind of like a normal little um, nutrition bar, but these are only 100 calories, but great to enjoy between meals. And don't forget, there are other things too. Soylent makes an energy drink, which is not a typical energy drink. It actually is good for you. It's not just a ton of like caffeine or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it has protein, again, all those nutrients. And they have a complete protein drink. So they have four different things for you to choose from. Yeah, it's if you are like me and are predisposed to not wanting to cook, you don't like eating a, a meal first thing in the morning, but you want to have, you know, energy and nutrients so you can go about your day. Soylent is is really the thing that you need in your life. You don't have to clean up after it. And if you get the ready the the ready made shake, you don't even have to stir any powder into anything. You just open up, put it in your mouth and go. Wow. It really is I, again, like obviously they sponsor the show, but I I we, I have a subscription. I buy Soylent every single month. We get our little Soylent delivery and we put it right in the fridge. And it is, it's just really, it, it's helped me not skip meals and not feel, get, get that like afternoon nap feeling where you're like run down and tired and you're like, oh no, I didn't eat breakfast. What have I done? This is going to prevent all of that for you. It's fantastic. So all you got to do is go to Soylent.com slash glasses and use code glasses to get 20% off your first order, which is quite a lot. That's Soylent.com slash glasses, code glasses for 20% off your first order. That's Soylent.com slash glasses and code glasses. 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 Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. 
That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's look at some great book tech holiday gifts for the hardcore readers in your life that you know buying a book for isn't a good idea because they'll probably already have it. That's true. Everyone has that person that you're like, oh, I know they like book things, but I don't know what to get them because all the books they like, they probably already got. Bria and I are like that. It's very hard. Bria and I never get each other books. No, definitely not. And people I know really, that you probably already have it on hold at the library. Yeah, that's true. And I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'd have this in a week, but thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> and I'm probably just going to want to read it on my Kindle anyway. Uh, so, Mallory, <laughs> what's the first thing we're, we're thinking people could buy for those those people, bookish people in their lives? Well, this is something we re- reviewed years ago, mm-hmm. and but we still really like. It's called Book Bow, and they also have something called the Book Bean. Uh, so we reviewed the book Bow on the show, and we really loved it. It's basically just a padded sleeve to store your book in and protect it in your bag. And since we reviewed them, they've improved them because when we tried it years ago, they were just like open. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they've added a zipper, so there's no way for your book to fall out. Uh, they're between like 25 and 30 bucks. They're a great gift for a reader. Um, the bean they have is it's basically a bean-shaped pillow meant to prop your book on when you're reading. Uh, we haven't tested the bean out yet, but a, a, there's a bunch of glassers who seem to really like them uh, and have talked about them a lot in the Slack channel. They're also about 30 bucks. And what my favorite thing about the book bow is that they have a ton of designs and patterns and they're all super cute. Uh, mm-hmm. My friend Christina got me uh, a book bow a, a while ago that is all like witches and skulls and spooky stuff. And like, I, that's what I use to keep my Kobo in. Like, I love it. Yeah, yeah, they're super cute. You, and you can pick them out for it. You don't have to get witches and skulls. You can get hearts and whatever. It, depending yeah. <laughs> on the person in your life, there's uh, yes. you can definitely uh, get one that is perfect for them. Yeah, and they even have um, some like book specific ones. Like they have a really cool Hobbit print one with like a little illustration of like uh, uh, Bilbo's house. Oh, that's cute. So if you have, there's, if you have a Lord of the Rings fan, fantasy fan in your life, it's, a, it's a, such a good gift. Uh, what's the next one, Bria? Uh, the next one is a book seat, which uh, is good. Something for a really good thing to get for the reader. You don't know. You don't know what to buy for them. Um, they're about forty bucks. But Mallory, you you love yours. You want to talk about your book yes. seat? Oh, I mean, I use it all the time. Uh, 40 bucks is a little pricey, but you know, we both like them. And the thing that's cool about them is you can use them for print books or e-readers. Um, it's basically a little seat shaped pillow that holds your book open. Um, it's really great for someone who likes to eat and read because who doesn't like to eat and read? I used this the other day, uh, what's, cause my, my favorite thing about it, and I don't use this all the time, but it has a little piece of long, thin plastic that's attached to a, uh, like a stretchy cord. So if you want, you can use it to like hold your book open. Oh, so if you're yeah, that's getting right. to a po- I remember that now. Yeah. If you're getting to a part of your sandwich that just needs two hands, <laughs> you just strap that thing in there. I think it's, it's just, it's a, what we tried to do with this list is find things that are really useful and will actually be used by readers, but things they probably wouldn't think to buy for themselves. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is a great one. Mallory loves it. 
Um, mm-hmm. But you kind of have to know about people's reading habits to buy this one. Like, do they read sitting up? Do they read? Do they read while eating a sandwich? There is one <laughs> thing we have suggestion a suggestion for that is you don't have to know that much about their habits. Uh, Mallory, what is it? Oh, my you favorite thing know, in the world. You have to know if they're interested in bookmarks. Yes. Uh, you. Uh, so if you have someone who loves bookmarks, seriously, get them a laminator <laughs> and some of the sleeves. Uh, the, we, I cannot stop talking about the laminator to people. It's the laminator itself is about the size of a large sub from Subway. Uh-huh, yes. It is less than $30 and it's going to make their life. It's also, it would also, I think it would make a very funny secret Santa gift for like your book club party. Yeah, <laughs> it would. I like that we're describing every shape, everything in, in the size of, from now on, we're going to tell you how size it is, how, what the size is related to a sandwich. <laughs> Just the, it's the most important Is it a object? club? <laughs> is it a little tea cake? Uh, like, I mean, I mean, a tea, tea sandwich or whatever. <laughs> Mallory and Bria's sandwich scale of size. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Sandwiches are really important. Yeah. I re- like if you, if you have like, if there's like a teen in your life who loves to arts and crafts and they love books and bookmarks, if they're, this, I, I know a lot of people who really are into bookmarks and this is, it's such a great gift for them. It'll protect their bookmarks. It's really inexpensive. It's easy to use. Even like, you know, a, a, a 14 year old, 15 year old teen could use this without any problems or like, there's no way of them like burning themselves or whatever. Uh, yeah, Pro Laminator. I think it's it's a really great affordable gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next one we thought of, which would be fantastic, both Bree and I have been talking about audiobooks so much lately. I think a Libro FM subscription would be really great. I love mine. I mean, uh, uh, you know, just so to be perfectly honest, we are an affiliate, so of course we want you to buy that. But I actually pay for one every month too. So like, we do get some uh, like the equivalent of like arcs for free. I'm just being, just letting you know. But I also usually, I pay for the the, the uh, subscription for myself because I love it so much. Yeah, um, the and, last few audiobooks I've done, I just got through Libro FM. I love yeah. the app. Yeah, yeah. So it comes in three, six, or 12-month memberships. And the 12-month one includes a bonus month. So a baker's dozen, if you will. <laughs> um, uh, and it's great for people who love books, but it buys a bunch of books. And you know they like listening to books, but you don't really know uh, what book to get for them. Or if you think yeah. they might want to try it out, just be like, I thought you might want to be interested in seeing what it's like for three months. You know, like if, it might be something that they've never even thought to get for themselves. Yeah, it'd be great for someone who um, who is a runner, who gardens. Um, my boyfriend's brother is a woodworker and he burns through audiobooks because he listens to them in the woodshop and he loves them now. So if you have someone who like works with their hands, maybe um, maybe they are like a truck driver, someone who is in the car all the time, they commute a lot. It's just a great, um, I mean, who doesn't like getting a, some a, a subscription or a gift card. I mean, it really is the the top tier of bookish gifts, and it, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. And the last one we have is um um a gift membership for a bookstore. So if you've got a if the person in your life has a local indie bookstore, see if they sell memberships because it yes. is a great way for someone who reads a ton and buys a ton of books. It, it's a great choice for them because. Memberships are usually not that expensive, like 50, 30 to 50 bucks, and you'll give the person a discount every time they buy books. So you're kind of giving them a repeat gift 
One that will, yes. every time they go, they'll think, God, I love Bria. She's so cool. <laughs> it's really going to make you look cool. And because they're, so they're going to get a discount every time they buy books. You're going to support this indie bookstore. And it's just like a cool gift that like, instead of getting them a gift card, which they'll use up once, this is something that they will get, like, like you said, they'll get discounts every single time they'll buy books for the next year. Yeah. And only if you know which bookstore they like to shop at all the time. I think that makes a difference. Don't buy them to some random bookstore that they've never heard of. But I think if you know yeah. where they're shopping, this is a cool gift. Yeah. Or there's uh, you know, like, you know where they live, which makes sounds creepier than <laughs> I'm intending it to be. Uh, if there's a cool indie bookstore around there within like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of their house, definitely uh, just a fantastic gift. So Bria, the most important gift you can get anyone. What do you think is a holiday chocolate to buy for someone? Wow. Well, so my mom just sent me these really, a set of Halloween chocolates from a company called, I don't know how you say it. Maybe it's like S-J-A-A-K. How do you think you say that? Jack? I don't know. Uh, and I, they did these Halloween ones, which is like a spooky ghost. And like, it was really good. And they had these little ones that were like, um, uh, the size of like, um, uh, what do you call it? Not a Reese's Pieces. What's a peanut, a Reese's peanut butter cup. But they were like shaped in a ghost or something kind of thing. Very oh, nice. cute. All vegan, I think. Really good. The other All place, vegan and gluten-free. And gluten-free. The other place I'll say, if you have a vegan gluten-free person in your life, um, there's a bakery in Thousand Oaks, but they ship nationwide called the Karma Baker. Uh, I bought stuff from her last year. Um, it's They are awesome. Um, you do have to order way ahead of time, um, but I bought something... Last year called a pie cakin. You familiar with the pie cakin? Oh my god, I remember you getting this. Yeah, so it was like three pies stacked on top of each other, or like a cake, a pie, and a pie, or something covered in icing. Um, and it was small. It's the size of a of a half of a. It's the size of a subway sandwich. Like small. I was gonna say, it, give me the give me the on the sandwich scale. But it's a circle, so it's like hard to explain. It's the size of a hamburger. It actually is like about the size of a hamburger. Um, like it was like it's pretty small but tall. So it's not like you're buying like a massive cake for someone where you're like, here, have this, you know, forty pound cake at your house. It's a really cute. Um, pricey for sure. Uh, little holiday gift um, uh, thing that she definitely ships nationwide. It's called Karma Baker. She has a great little we'll website. We'll put links to all these in the in the show notes uh, so you can check them out. But it's super cute. Yeah, definitely would suggest for anybody. I, I also want to suggest now that I'm thinking about it, um, a holiday bourbon. Oh. Uh, if you're looking for for something to get for people, because I'm remembering last year when I was like deep in writing girly drinks, there was this bourbon that I found that I really liked um, by called Old Dominic's Hewling Station, and Old Dominic is a old with just an O L. Uh, it is a distillery in Tennessee, uh, in the uh, head distiller there. Uh, she's Tennessee's first female master distiller since Prohibition, oh, and. Yeah. I love it for, it would be a great Christmas gift because Jeremy and I ended up calling it the Christmas bourbon because it's a bourbon that's made with a really high rye uh, percentage in the mash bill. So it tastes like Christmas. Like it's very spicy, tastes like a ginger, like a, like gingerbread or a Christmassy cookie. And if you're looking for some, the, the, um, something to go with, uh, your mixology book, or you're looking for something, uh, for somebody that is a, a, a cocktail person and, uh, you don't know what to get. Old Dominic Hewling Station. Again, we'll put links to all this in the show notes, but that's good Christmas bourbon. Cool. 
Uh, so as always, we wanted to thank the wonderful mods who are in our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel who moderate our Goodreads page. If you want to get, all, of course, uh, a, a bookish gift for the Reading Glasses fan in your life, you can check out our store over at Void Merch. Uh, there's totes, there's shirts, there's stickers, there's uh, pillows, there's journals. Uh, Jordan uh, took our request for making a Libraries yes. Are Fucking Awesome shirt that isn't sweary. So if you're not me and don't swear all the time and you want to wear it to say your library job or to pick up your child, uh, Jordan created one. It's the same design, but it says Libraries Are Flippin' Awesome. So no swears, no child friendly. It looks really, really cool. Um, obviously we love this, this design. I wear my Libraries Are Fucking Awesome shirt like every week. It's one yeah. of my favorite shirts. Uh, so you can check that out in the show notes. There's all sorts of fun things to get in there. And if you like the show and you're like, I want to get Mallory and Bria a holiday gift for free. You want to do something nice for us? It's that time of year. We would sure as hell appreciate it. You can get us a, a free five-star review on iTunes hey. or Apple Podcasts or wherever you review it's or podcast. That's what I asked for. Yay. I'm, I'm reaching into a Christmas stocking and pulling out a five-star <laughs> review. Wow. It really is great for us. I mean, besides the fact that it makes us feel really nice, advertisers look at that and they're like, wow, these ladies have a lot of reviews. Must be a popular show. Probably should, uh, should sponsor them. And same thing for people who are looking through book podcasts and find, try, trying to decide what to listen to. When they see reading glasses and they see how many reviews they have, they're like, wow, people like these ladies. I should check out this podcast. Mm -hmm. It really has like a tangible positive effect for us. Uh, so you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Tell us the books that you want to get for Christmas. I would love to hear from listeners yeah. to see what books they want to get for Christmas. Tell us tell us what you're, we can't get them for you. We can't get them for all of you, but we really would like to know. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Reading G Podcast, on Instagram at Reading Glasses Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading.